Hi, I'm Whitney. And I'm Taylor. And we're the Ghost Sisters. <laughs> oh my god. And other music. about today today we're gonna do the wendigo but i didn't know if you wanted to talk about your experience um at our grandmother's lake house girl you know i do so i uh i've got a cat looking at me and shaking right now so if i'm distracted that's why um she says shaking it's not like the cat is like shaking its head up and down like she has what what is it the the thing where she just can't control her whole body so she's just like <laughs> yeah she has cerebral hypoplasia she's a wiggle kitty um, <laughs> but she's sitting on top of my 3d printer staring at me so um so yes i went to our grandmother's lake house or, so backstory here our grandmother uh mammy passed away in march of last year and we have spent the last year basically getting all of her stuff in order and divvied up and sold and all that kind of stuff. So we finally got the lake house, little cabin thingy that she had, got a buyer now. So we're going through and cleaning everything up. And my dad and his sister, my aunt, went out to clean things this past weekend. And I decided to make a day trip out there on a Saturday. And our aunt Stacy is really, really into ghosty stuff. She just finds it fascinating. She thinks it's it's amazing and stuff. So I was like, I'll bring all my ghost hunting equipment out there. Aren't we all? That's why we're here, right? That's why we're here. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so I brought all my stuff out and I showed her all of the things. Like I pulled out the ghost box. I pulled out the EMF meter. I pulled out god uh the connect cam and all of those things all of which if you do not know what that is there will be multiple episodes that taylor will be taking care of so stay tuned folks anyways continue on <laughs> so i get out the connect cam and i point it for context here i'm facing it towards the kitchen and in the kitchen there's like a little hallway that goes to a back bedroom. And then facing me is this chair that faces into the living room, back to the kitchen. Did you already say that it's like, it's like a trailer? It's not a cabin. It's <laughs> not a house. So just if you guys are like, okay, how is there a kitchen with a hallway and you had a living room? It's all one giant hallway. It's a double wide trailer. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so... I'm pointing the SLS cam towards this chair and there's a figure sitting in the chair. It's not like standing on it. It's not kind of, it's not like there's a pattern in the chair. This is a solid pink chair and there's a figure sitting in it. And so I was like, that's really weird. I'm going to go over and try to rec recalibrate the system because there's nobody actually sitting in this chair. So I put my hands in front of the connect cam and it maps me in, but then it also is still mapping this figure in. So I put my arms in the figure, and when I pull back, the figure's still there. So I was like, that's really weird. And at this point, Dad has been walking around behind this chair, and it's mapping him in, but then it's also still mapping this figure in. So Stacy, of course, is 
every time I show it to her, she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was going to say, was she even like, like, was she just watching it the whole time? Or did she go about doing what she was working on, right? Oh, no. Like, the second I started pulling out ghost stuff, she was like, this is all I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) She was just fascinated by it. But yeah, the second that I... I started getting that figure. I was like, okay, this is really weird. Like I've never had a figure like that pop up. So dad, at one point, whenever he walks in, I was like, Hey, there's still that figure in that chair. And he was like, Oh, what happens if I do this? Like to kind of test to see if this is just a glitch and stuff. And he turns the chair a little bit. And instead of this figure disappearing, how do I want to say, um, like the chair moves, but the figure stays stationary. This figure falls out of the chair onto all fours. The poor figure. Whoever, whoever, whatever it was, was like, bitch, I was comfortable. Like, fuck you. I was, I was enjoying watching you guys and having a good time. Fuck you for moving my chair. I said, it's probably Mima or Mammy or Butch, like sitting around just watching us seeing what we're doing. So for context, Mima is our great grandmother on our dad's side. Butch was Nami's companion for 16 years after our grandfather died. And this cabin was originally Butch's, and then he left it to Mammy whenever he passed away in 2013. And then Mammy passed away last year. So So one of the three of them just got kicked out by their son slash son-in-law slash grandson. Yes. (laughs) So, Dad, the second that I said... Oh my God, it just fell on the floor. Dad's face went from like, her, her, this is funny to, oh, oh my God. And I was like, she got real. <laughs> she got real, real fast. <laughs> and, uh, and then it vanished. And after that, that figure never appeared again. Well, why would it? You guys kicked it out of his <laughs> chair. I know. <laughs> it was like, we were so rude to the figure. It was probably like, well, fuck you then. I don't want to hang out here gonna have a nice conversation but no no so that was kind of the the fun thing we went to lunch at about 12 30 ish and i set out three digital recorders and i'm still listening to them to try to see if we got any kind of EVP, evps or anything like that but um so you said you were going to look for like uh, peaks and stuff uh, within the sound bites, right? Or have you not gotten yes. to look at that yet? I've not gotten to that yet. I, I'm i going to pull it up in Adobe Audition. That's actually what I use to edit our stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm going to look at the actual waveform because that's easier than just sitting there and listening because there's six hours of recordings I have to listen to. So that's easier than sitting there and listening to six hours. That's like... Nothing, Taylor. Like, you can do six hours of just silence. Like, that's, you could do that. And then (laughs) if you do hear something, you'll be like, holy shit, am I just delirious or was that actually something? Luckily, I can play it back at that point. So, yeah. Well, okay, fine. You and your stupid logic, whatever. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So, that was, that was the fun. That was, probably the weirdest thing I've seen on the SLS camera, but I'm also two for two now on using the SLS camera and getting something funky. What if, what if actually Taylor, you're like a weird Peter Pan and it keeps mapping your shadow. Don't make that face. What if, cause you know, Peter Pan's shadow kind of like acts without Peter Pan. 
So what if uh-huh. each time you turn on your connect cam, your shadow is like, oh shit, hey babe, what's up? And it's like dancing around and everything. And that time it just was like, whew, I'm tired and wanted to sit down. And y'all were like, nope, get back to work. So to go logical with that again, mm-hmm. um, my shadow was not that direction. Live in my fantasy world, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring you out of your fantasy world. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Well, so there's that. Uh, I know you said you didn't uh, get to actually record the the connect cam, but you're going to work on figuring that out. So the next time something spookerookers happens, um, we can actually show you guys. So then that way you're not like, you guys are a bunch of bullshitters. Which, I mean, if you think we are, then cool. Cool for you. Enjoy your life. Yeah, man. legit. I mean, I'm very much the... I'm a, I only believe it if it happens to me kind of person. Like things can be creepy, but it doesn't mean necessarily that I believe it. So for this to happen to me and my dad, I can't tell if dad's a skeptic or. No, he's not. I think he uh, tries to, to play it cool. And he's like, yeah, yes. hot, hot, ghost spirits. Rah. But then at the same time, he's like, Jesus Christ, there's an afterlife and shit's happening. So it like gets real intense all of a sudden. But I don't know. And like, I know mom yeah. does. She she believes yes. that there's presence around and stuff. I remember buying my house and she was like, there's just, there's something here. There's an energy here that you are supposed to have this house. So like, they both are very supernatural spookerooker people that's now my new word spookerooker yes yeah so yeah that was it was a lot of fun it was a nice day trip and we are going to there's talks that you and i are going to go back out there over easter easter weekend easter weekend yes are we going to go out to there's a cemetery out by there are we going to try to do that Yep, I was hoping that we would get to do that. And Stacy actually also mentioned the possibility of going out to the land, which I'm not going to say where it is, but you know what land I'm talking about. I do, not you guys. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just so that we're not pinpointing where we are. Come see us on Easter. No, because Luke was always freaked out out there. Luke is a dog. Yes, was our was Butch's dog, and then Mammy took. Luke in, and then, yeah, Luke Luke passed away uh, shortly after Mammy passed away. So, yeah, my understanding, Stacey told me a little bit about what's going on out there, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to hear it because I don't know what's going on. So, if we did go, then it would be like I'm in the dark, and I'm like, oh shit, if something did happen, I don't know. Yeah, okay, never mind. I'll just keep what I know to myself. Well, you want to get on to Wendigos? Windigos, yes. Wind, windigo, wind. So that's that's already we're already starting off on a good foot because I saw Windigo and Windego, and then another culture is Windico with KK. Oh, yeah, it like it expanded somehow. Anyways, uh, so I'm gonna preface this with if. You guys have other information or disagree with the information that I have. Totes my goats cool. Because it seemed really kind of far and few between on what I could find as far as like what an in, uh, not an indigo, that's a color, what a windigo is um, and like sightings and that kind of stuff. So 
so bear with me. But from what I did find, all right, let's get into it. So, and also, I'm very sorry. I'm going to butcher a lot of the uh, Native American words and stuff that are a part of this. The important thing is that you're trying. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right. So um, the Wendigo initially comes from the Algonquian Native American legend. And it's said that they devour flesh in order to survive the winter. There's also the Iroquois, 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 Iroquois tribe. Um, they actually call it, they have a similar creature, but it's the stone coat bears. And that's kind of where that ends. I didn't really go further into that, but stone coat bears. Stone coat bears. It's like, um, what was that? Uh, the stovepipe Bigfoot? Stovepipe hat Bigfoot? What? On one of our previous episodes when I was talking about... Oh, right. Yes, I remembered. Sam or whatever his name was. Stovepipe hat Bigfoot. Yeah, okay. I remember now. I was just like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) Anyways, all right. So Wendigo, it roughly uh, translates into evil spirit that devours mankind. Lovely. Da, da, da. Isn't that always what it is, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, when it all boils down to it, you're going to die. So yes. they are extremely thin and gaunt individuals. They can get up to be uh, about 15 feet tall. So No, thank you. No, yep. That's a that's a nah, bra. Uh, one of the things that I had heard from, um, um, it was a guy on TikTok, and for the life of me, I can't remember his username. But one of the things he was saying was that they can grow up to, I mean, I guess however much, because the theory that he had or had heard was that they continue to grow as they eat. So the more that they eat, the taller that they get. But the taller they are, the more they need to eat. So they just keep eating and growing. Oh, that's like the theory that you can, if you eat, eat certain parts of a human's brain, you can gain their intelligence and stuff. Like if you eat a human, you'll gain its height. Have you not heard that? <laughs> no, I just, I, then I started thinking about like eating the heart, like it makes you stronger kind of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm with you, but uh, okay. yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay with my height. I'm not going to eat people, 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 people. Uh, anyways. All right. So they can get really tall. They normally have glowing eyes. They have yellow fangs and they have like long tongues it didn't say like what kind of tongues. Like, I don't know if it's like a snake, like a, or if it's just like, um, oh my God, y'all are all going to yell at me. The guy from Kiss. Gene Simmons? Yeah. Like his tongue, if it's like his long tongue or if it's like a snake, like, or like, I don't know. It didn't specify what kind of long tongue, but it has a long tongue. I'm greatly enjoying your impression of a snake's tongue. <laughs> Because they they do, they just kind of are like, they're so cute. Mm -hmm. Snakes are adorable. Okay. So so they have the long tongues. They normally look like they have jaundice. They've got like yellowish skin. Um, They have matted hair. Their skin also looks like it's decaying. Other sources I found said that it, it looks, from what I understand, it's like a skeleton that has the skin that's very loose, but like pulled tight over their skeleton. So it's like, I don't know, like, like the doctor who, the moisturize me, 
moisturize me. <laughs> so, anyways, that's what they look like. Uh, super tall, gross looking. I didn't see anything about them having like a smell. I know like with the Skinwalker, it talked about them like having that gross decaying smell, but somehow this doesn't mention anything about it. But I would think if they have decaying skin or decaying looking skin, maybe they would smell. I don't know. You would think, yeah. Yeah. They also have extreme endurance and can be unusually fast. So the endurance, they believe, has to do with the amount of time that they spend in the forest hunting their prey and everything and enduring the long winters. What? For some reason, all I can think of is Yao Ming. Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) Just some really tall dude with a whole bunch of endurance moving super fast at you. Yao Ming, yes. Just just dodging and dribbling and... Exactly. It's it. Basketball playing Wendigo. <laughs> In the forest. I mean, I guess you would then know that there's that he's there because you would hear the bouncing of a basketball. Which I think in the forest would be traumatizing no matter what. That's legit. If I heard a basketball in the middle of a forest, I think I'd be like, and I am no longer here. I am deceased. I I must go. I I am done here. My ride's here. I gotta go. So there is a description by Basil H. Johnson in his masterwork, The Manitas. Probably not said as fancy as I tried to say it. Anyways, the Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation, its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones. With its bones pushing over its skin, its complexion its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into the sockets, the Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. So by this, apparently it smells. And Taylor was sweet enough to look up separations. And it means... The discharge that actually comes out of wounds and stuff. So the actual pus of an infected wound is the separation. Well, that's a horrifying description. Yeah, I guess it goes back to, do they stink? Yes. Yes, they do. They stink very much. They sure do. They sure do. So the belief as far as where these guys came from is once a human resorted to cannibalism, it was believed that there was an evil spirit that took over them and turned them into a Wendigo. Even if... They switched to cannibalism in order to survive harsh winters. So basically, if you all of a sudden were like, I got to eat flesh, you were a Wendigo. That sucks. Like, I mean, don't eat people, Taylor. If you're in a situation that calls for it, like the the victims of the plane crash that they like, it was either eat people or die. Like, yeah. So I don't know if there's a tur if there's a. I'm not saying that cannibalism is okay, but I don't know if there is a a, a distinction between someone died and it's between whether you eat the person that already died in order for you to live versus you murder the person in order for you to live. Maybe that's the distinction between that, but I didn't see anything there. It just said cannibalism. So Fair enough. 
which I mean, I don't know that I'd be able to eat anybody. I, I would have a really hard time. Yeah, I know. It, like you won't know until you're in that situation. But given who I am as a person, I like I, I can't even really send back food whenever it's made incorrectly at a restaurant. So I don't think that I could be like, Hey bro, I got it. I got to eat you so I can live. Like I couldn't even tell the guy that you got me Sprite instead of water. Like I'm not gonna, I won't survive. I just imagine like somebody coming to you with a cooked human calf and you're like, this is too rare. <laughs> it's rare. How do cats like their steaks? Rare. Rare. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But I think that if I ever had to eat somebody, I think that would weigh on my mind so consistently that I yeah. couldn't live with myself afterwards. Yeah, you would be like, okay, I survived the situation, but now I have to survive knowing that that situation happened. Right. And that would be rough. That would be rough. There's another version of it that the very first Wendigo was actually a warrior who became a Wendigo by making a deal with the devil. In order to save his tribe, he gave up his soul and became transformed into this giant Wendigo beast. Because remember, they're like 15 feet tall. But once peace was restored to his tribe, there was no longer a need for the creature. However, his tribe then decided, fuck you, and banished him and forced him to live as an outcast in the forest. What the hell? Yeah. That one was, like, really tough. Like, I understand the first one of being like, ooh, you ate someone, now you're a Wendigo. But, like, the other one, he just was trying to help you guys out. Be be a bro and let him stay. But right. No, he wasn't allowed to. I mean, granted, to be fair, there's an insatiable thirst and hunger for human flesh. So I could understand being like, hey, thanks for all the help. And uh, we don't need you anymore. And we would like to keep our tribe. So get out. Yeah, that's legit. I get that. I, yeah. 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 It still sucks. It does suck. There, there are some theories, though. And again, this is what I'm saying as far as like, I didn't find a whole lot. So if you guys, if you know more about these theories, go for it. Let me know. I would like to hear about it nicely. But also, I would like to hear about it. Um, some others believe that the thoughts are, aren't are as intense as you sold your soul or you want to eat people. It has more to do with the negative actions and behaviors of self-destruction than becoming a, a monstrous flesh eater. It's more like, you know, insatiable greed or selfishness or violence. And so some people believe that if you are being possessed by Wendigo, it's not necessarily that you're going to all of a sudden just start eating flesh. It's more that you're like, haha, fuck you. I'm out for myself. And like, I'm the only person around. But again, I didn't find a whole lot about that. It was just a little side note that I thought was interesting. So yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Now there's a few, few things that we're going to get into. So the Cree people have a, a traditional dance and I am so sorry. It is Quitico Kansimuin. Quitico Kansimuin is the name of the dance, or it is called Wendigo like dance. Uh, it portrays Wendigos in a satirical, I mean, obviously it's a dance, but the, the people that would play these Wendigos within the dance actually sometimes went on to become Wendigo hunters. Oh, okay. In their culture. And there's actually a famous uh, case 
that has Wendigo hunters. So there's a man named Jack Fiddler. He was born 1820 as the son of a respected politician and spiritual leader of the Sucker Clan. Fiddler became a famous shaman of his own right. He had a son, Joseph Pesequan, and they hunted together and killed at least 14 Wendigo, one of which was possibly Fiddler's own brother, Peter Flett, after he became a Wendigo when he ran out of food on a trading expedition. Hmm. Okay. So this got the notice of Canada's Royal Northwest Mounted Police in 1907, so they decided to launch an investigation. The police traveled to where both of these men were said to be hunting and were told that they were hunting a woman called Wasakapique. They ended up, I say they, the two men, Fiddler and Pesequan, actually ended up strangling her to death with a piece of string. Oh, lovely. Casual. Yeah, casual. Casual also said that Joseph uh, was her father-in-law. So I don't know about that. Oh. Yeah, so uh, that that could go a few ways. Either way, the police were like, well, that's not okay. So they arrested both of them and charged them with the murder of the Cree woman. Fiddler at the time was 87 whenever he was put into jail. So he, they went to trial, then Fiddler was imprisoned, and then I found, I found one source that said that he died in prison, but I found a couple others that said that he actually escaped prison and hanged himself. Dang, I can't imagine an 80-year-old man escaping prison. Yeah, I don't, I mean, maybe he's spry. I don't know. He had to kill all the Wendigo. I have no clue. I mean, yeah, if he was 87 years old whenever he got arrested, I mean... I'd, I'd imagine that he really, he had to have been relatively fit. But also this was 1907, so I don't know what kind of security measures they had for 87-year-old men. True that, yeah, true they that. They probably, just like you, they were like, he's 87 and it'll be fine. And he was like, ha bitches, and he ran. True, yeah. So who knows? <laughs> but Taylor's having dog issues over there. There's uh, a lot happening. I had shook her face and got jowl bits on me. You, yeah, that was, that was way too descriptive. Ugh. Ugh. So back to the murder. Okay, Joseph, uh, the son, went to trial, but he went to trial without a lawyer and was immediately sentenced to hang. So, fun fact: don't ever go to trial without a lawyer, or try to be your own lawyer. It never oh, yeah. works out in your favor. If you're ever arrested, I don't even care if it's for a parking ticket. I want a lawyer. I don't care. I, I will. They'll be like, ma'am, you literally crossed the street illegally. You don't need a lawyer. And I'd be like, I need a fucking lawyer. Like, I'm not. Mm-mm. Nope. Can't take me down. Can't stop. Won't stop. I mean, I will stop crossing the street because at some point I'm at the other side of it. Will you? Will you? Will you? So Joseph went to trial, immediately sentenced to hang. During his trial, there were white supporters um, that knew of you know, Joseph and Father Jack's background and what it meant for them to be Wendigo hunters. And so they tried to explain to the police, like, hey, this is this is what they were doing. And it wasn't considered murder due to the fact that they were acting as these basically witch hunters, which then in response, the Royal Northwest Mounted Police Commissioner A's a a worth oh, man i don't a y l e s w r 
W-O-R-T-H. Aylesworth. Aylesworth. Ailes, Aylesworth, Bowen Perry. See, the other two names are really easy. Yeah. Aylesworth, Bowen Perry, who was the commissioner at the time, responded with, what the law forbids, no pagan belief can justify. Fair enough. I mean, basically, they're just saying, even though that's your religion, it still doesn't mean you can murder people. Yeah. So Fiddler, at one point during all of this, mess did say that if he had known that it was against the law of the land that he was currently in he would not have done it but you did it yeah so i wasn't there i don't i don't know if that was like a no nah, no nah, man i would have i would have never done that or if it was like a legit yeah like he was sincere yeah so i mean it's always easy to say oh i i wouldn't have done that if i had known when it's totally after the fact right but his son that went to went to trial without a lawyer. Um, he actually died in prison from an illness in 1910. So he actually wasn't hanged. He just passed away. That's surprising. Normally they do the hangings like boom, boom. Yeah. It's actually pretty quick. If you think about it, they were arrested in 1907. So it was only a few years. Granted back then it was only like a couple months and then they were hanged unless right. they were still, cause I, you know, there was a trial, so it could be that, they were arrested in 1907, and it wasn't until the sentencing was in 1910. And like, eh, we don't. That makes sense. I don't know. I didn't get that far in that research. I just got. I got some of the dates, Taylor. Okay. You're doing the thing. You're doing the damn thing, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm working it, man. I'm working it. So back to the Wendigo. They. We already talked. So they can be extremely fast. They seem to hibernate for months at a time. Again, this is all information that I've. I have compiled. But I can't say that any of this is official. So if you are deciding to go out into the wilderness and you're like, I got Whitney's Guide to Wendigos, do not do that. Thank you. Please and thank you. Do not cite <laughs> me whenever you – don't <laughs> cite me when you get caught by a Wendigo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, from what it sounds like, you if you did get caught, no one would know because everything I could find said that they didn't have survivors ever. And that's why there's not really a whole lot of information about it. So if you get attacked by one, guess what, friend? It was nice knowing you. Yep, it sure was. So they hibernate for months at a time. So they do have a weakness, and it's said to be that it's their vision, which, I mean, their their eyes are apparently, like, deep set in their face. So I guess, sure, why not? So since they don't see very well, your best bet, if you are attacked by a Wendigo, is to stand perfectly still. Oh, so they're like T-Rexes. Yeah, you just don't move and you'll be fine. So don't scream, but double-edged sword here. Don't scream, but they do have amazing hearing and can actually pick up heartbeats for miles. So like if you're in front of them, chances are you're going to die anyways, even if you stand still because they can hear your heart. I'm 100% screaming. I mean, at that point, you might as well. I'm going to stand perfectly still, but I'm going to scream my fucking head off. Because they're going to kill you anyways. Exactly. I mean... You might as well. Exactly. Uh, on top of that, though, so it may not, it, you probably would be forced to stand still because they can actually command ice storms and they can uh, command tornadoes to impede your escape. So you are not able to escape. They can also cause animals within the forest to stampede. They can rip out trees and everything. So you're kind of forced to stand still. This is like some kind of diabolical Disney princess that has weather powers. Oh, now you're making me think of uh, Tafiti 
from Moana. I actually never saw Moana. What the fuck? Yeah, I never saw Moana. When we get done with this, you need to go watch Moana. Like, it's, it's like, fuck you, Taylor. I am offended. And, like, Jesus Christ, like, I didn't know how strong I felt about Moana until just now. Like, oh my God, Taylor, you have to go watch Moana. I will watch Moana. Jesus. (sighs) So annoyed. Okay. So, not only can they get to you in the forest if you're like, haha, escaped somehow, and you manage to get into your house and you go and you lock the door, guess what? They can unlock the door and just walk on in and they'll kill you. And then they'll use your home as their hibernation place. Cool story, bro. Oh, good. I know. They also don't have to like hunt you in the traditional sense of like stalking you and like watching you. They can mimic different human voices and sounds to lure you away from civilization deep into the forest where they can then start their little ice storm and tornado and ice NATO, if you will, and then have a whole bunch of animals trampede around you and everything. So then that way you can't do anything but scream, but you shouldn't scream and you have to stand still, but you can't do anything because you're going to die anyways. Can I say that I love your combination of the word trample and stampede into yeah. trampede? It it came out of my mouth and I was like, that's not a real word. But I was so deep into that rant that I couldn't stop. And you didn't need to because it worked. Trampede. Trampede mm-hmm. all the way, man. Now, some believed that they can also curse humans by possessing them. Of course, this this goes back to the skinwalkers. It doesn't say how they can possess them because the skinwalkers, you know, they look into your eyes and then all of a sudden you do what, what they want. But they can apparently possess you and they can have you do whatever they want, which includes making you become a Wendigo. Lovely. Uh-huh. So there is, I found an example of a Native American man. His name was Swift Runner. He murdered and ate his entire family in the winter of 1879. He claimed that he was possessed at the time by a Wendigo. However, they still hung him for his crimes. Sure. You know. That's, oh, my God. You can't murder your entire family and then eat them and then be like, oh, a Wendigo made me do it. Well, okay. Now, so on, in that same note, there's a possibility that he suffered from something called Wendigo psychosis which is actually a modern medical term that is said to be a syndrome that creates an intense craving for human flesh and a fear of becoming a cannibal. The psychosis is normally seen in people who live around, and I'm sorry, y'all, this sucks, people who live in the Great Lakes area, Canada, and the U.S., northern U.S., so apparently just, just those groups of people. So, like, I don't know if you got friends up there. Check on them every now and then. Bro, you... You becoming a Wendigo up there? You okay? You got some psychosis. <laughs> the Wendigo psychosis. So it, it develops whenever people have been isolated by heavy winter conditions for long periods of time. And it can result in symptoms such as poor appetite, nausea, and vomiting. It's believed that the psychosis, uh, the individual then believes that they are turning into a Wendigo and start to see other people as yummy, tasty snacks and not in the sexual way. And then they fear becoming a cannibal. You look, just imagine, you looking like a snack today. Oh, thank you. I did my bacon. No, I mean, you look like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. I'm going to eat you. I'm going to eat you. It's not, we not, we ain't flirting here. 
I need foods. All right. I am starving and I've been stuck in this cabin for three weeks. And you are a pibbit and jelly. Thank you. Pibbit and jelly. Thank you. So there's, uh, and again, back to some of the research that I found is it's what I found. If you have other stuff, because then there is another study. I didn't get to read a whole lot about it, but um, some other dude was like, fuck Wendigo psychosis. It's not a real thing. Suck it, you guys. So I don't know. It's the first time that I've heard of it. Yeah. But also, I don't know why someone would crave human flesh. Legit, yeah. I've never, I've never looked at somebody and been like, "That calf looks amazing." Like that doesn't. I mean, I've looked at someone and been like, "Oh, I could bite you," but it's not in a "I'm going to eat you" kind of way. It's like a, you know, no, hmm. no, yeah, I get you. Okay, okay, I get you. So, back to Wendigo. If for some reason. You do survive the attack, which chances are you are not. But if you do, you can kill them. It is extremely difficult. And of course, these motherfuckers can regenerate. So you want to be real careful. So they can regenerate anything? Like, can they regenerate? Like, if you cut off their head, are they, they can like regenerate their head or they can grow their body back? Yeah, just wait. So you need to use a silver bullet, not a, not a coated one, a pure silver bullet and you need to shoot them in their heart which is said to be made of ice much like elsa and anna except it doesn't have a healthy like ending to it so you want to shoot them in their frozen heart which is believed to contain the human that once resided within the wendigo this is also the only way to release the human that resides within the wendigo unfortunately it will kill both of them i was gonna say so it's a mercy killing Basically. I mean, also at that point, it's either kill this thing or die. Legit, yeah. I would care about the human that resided within them, but I would also be like, yeah, I don't want to die today, so I'm going to shoot you. Sorry. I care about the human that resides right here. <laughs> right. Fucking here. So use a pure silver bullet when you do that. A couple sources I saw said that you could use a silver-coated blade, but it was like, eh. Like, eh, it gets the job done, but I wouldn't do it. But that's fine. So once you get that, that final shot in there, you might double tap because I assume it's like zombies. Double tap. You're going to take their heart out and you're going to shatter it into pieces. You're going to take those pieces and put it into a silver box. There's a lot of silver. Put it into a silver box and you're going to bury it at a church cemetery. But wait, there's more. I see your face. So you're going to put it in this buried in the church cemetery and then you're gonna go back to the wendigo i don't know maybe you can like trap him in the uh cemetery so you don't have to keep going back and forth this seems like a lot you're gonna dismember the wendigo with a silver plated axe this is getting real expensive real fast it really is so but this next part's not that expensive depending on how you want to do it um you're gonna salt the body so you're gonna season it up and then you're gonna burn the body and you're gonna scatter its ashes everywhere the other option would be to bury all of the pieces in separate locations a la harry potter and like the hocrux and stuff and everything like everywhere because if not and you fuck up They'll come back. They will like <laughs> and come back. Lovely. And then you know what they're going to do when they come back? Hunt your ass down. And murder the shit out of you slowly and painfully. Wonderful. 
Yeah. So like, don't fuck up. Got to do the job right. They going to get you. Or, you know, don't wander in the forest to even be near a Wendigo in the first place. And then you won't have to worry about any of this. Another theory that I saw was you could just burn them. How anticlimactic. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow you could go either go through all of those steps or you can burn them. That's it. Burning them seems a lot more eco-friendly or what do I want to say? Wallet friendly? I mean... I don't know. These guys seem pretty rough. So I think if I'm going to try to make sure that they are book and dead, I'm, I'm going to go with the bullet. Same these actually. Yeah. And probably whenever I destroy their, their heart and shatter it into pieces, I'm going to use something silver to do that. It may be a serving platter, but it will be silver and I will destroy it. Just whacking the, the platter down. <laughs> the part that got me when I was researching it, because I saw two, like, not two different. I saw a few different things. And each time it said shatter the heart, shatter it. So like, I mean, they say that it's made of ice. So I'm assuming they think that it would crumble like ice, but in my brain, I'm still thinking like a live beating heart. And so when it says shatter, it just, it breaks my brain and I can't. But then now I'm like, if you take the frozen heart pieces and you put it in a silver box, isn't it just water? Yeah. Is it? Well, I would. Okay. So my, I'm anticipating that it's magic ice and that even though, Oh, my bad. Even though you've crushed it and you put it in a box, it's still going to stay icy. Okay. Magic ice heart. Magic ice heart. So if you manage to shoot them, destroy their magic ice heart, burn them, bury them, uh, and scatter their ashes and all that shit, and you've done it correctly, you have successfully survived your Wendigo attack. However, that means that you probably will become insane. Oh, so there's no way of getting out of this. No, that's what I was saying. Like, at that point, you might as well fucking scream because you're going to die anyways. And if you don't, do you want to be alive afterwards? Probably not. It depends on what kind of insane they're talking about. If they're talking about, like, insane, like, you're perpetually on a bad acid trip. Okay, legit. I I would much rather be, like, I probably should have just died. But if you're insane on a good everything's magical kind Mm-mm. of insane. I'm- I imagine if any type of demon entity of any sort lets you survive and makes you insane, you're not seeing rainbows and sunshine the rest of your life. You're seeing demonic unicorns. Probably. <laughs> like, God. That's fair. Well, that's kind of all I have on the Wendigo. When I looked up sightings and stuff, that's whenever I got no one's seen one because like no one survived so I, I i'm sorry guys i don't have a whole lot a lot of the stuff that i did find looked more like skinwalker like I, if i was reviewing it i would classify it more a skinwalker than i would wendigo because it would be like oh there was a scream in the woods or i heard a voice or something but yeah, I didn't I didn't see a whole lot. A lot of the reports that they had were happening but in the 1800s up until the 1920s, which normally once they had a quote-unquote sighting, it resulted in the disappearance of someone. So they were like, "Oh, it's a Wendigo." There there was something recently from 2019, uh there were 
I guess, mysterious howls that were heard in the Canadian wilderness. And some believe that it was from a Wendigo because no forest animal animal can make that kind of noise. But I didn't see the video. I didn't see any accounts. I just saw that on one of the sources that I was looking at. So I guess until people start learning how to kill these motherfuckers and not go insane, we're not going to have a lot of info. I guess not. That's what I got. Awesome. I like that. All right, cool. And like I said, if you guys have more information that I did not cover, feel free to let me know. Again, hopefully you're nice about it and you're like, hey, uh, you missed this. Instead of being like, listen, bitch, because I don't like that. She doesn't like that. I don't like that. It makes me cry. Please do not be mean to Whitney. No, because I will cry. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, coming up, though, I think, Taylor, you've got... Lots of sciencey shit. You know it. We have the first episode of Paranormal Equipment. And then we are going to do a whole episode on Ouija boards. And that will be fun. So we're breaking up the, because at the request of Whitney, she was like, I don't want to do three full episodes of you talking science shit for all in one row. I mean, so if you guys want to binge it that way, you can definitely hold off and wait and you can play all those episodes together. Me personally, just like someone with the, uh, some of the other podcasts that I listen to, I'm like, I want to listen to this, this, and this. And then I want to listen to this series of those. Like I either want to break it up or I don't. Me personally, I think it would be more fun to have a little science sprinkled in there and then have random shit elsewhere. Legit. Yes. yes. So we will be doing the first part and then Ouija boards. And hopefully by the time we do the first part, I'll have reviewed the digital recorder stuff from the late. Damn right. And then, damn right. Better have that done tomorrow. God. I believe that we had talked about doing something like triangles and gateways. And what I've been leaning more towards is um, kind of time travel loss of time, time and space kind of stuff. Cool. We'll do that. Yeah. And then I would like to do a creature feature on La Llorona. Nope. Only me. I only get to do creature features. Only Whitney does God damn it. No, you can do that. That's fine. Okay. Wonderful. So, yay. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening and sticking with us for as long as you have. We appreciate it every time. Yeah. And... If you ever want to reach out to us, you can do so everywhere except for Insta as the Ghost Sisters. Insta is the Ghost Sisters TX and Gmail is the Ghost Sisters TX at gmail.com. Hell yeah. And if you send us your stories and stuff, you know, we'll hopefully get enough that we can have a whole a whole spookarooker episode of just you guys. Yeah. Actually Stacy told me that she has some stories from Claire. Okay. So, yeah, to explain that, uh, Claire was Stacy's best friend, and she passed away a little while, long time ago, very suddenly. And apparently her house, back whenever they were kids, was haunted, and Stacy's got some crazy stuff with that. So she said that she would write in and send us those stories. Yeah. So you guys send them, too. It doesn't just have to be our family that does stuff. You guys can be a part of this, too. Exactly. We would love it. Well... All right. We will talk to you guys later. We will spook you later. Spook you later. Bitches. 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 And 
We'll see you on the next one. See you on the flip side. On the flip the side. Paranormal what? side. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what, what? All right. Bye. Okay. Bye.